Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. You're more in pitching podcasts from Pitchels.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is August 2nd. It is the trade deadline. And Jacob DeGrom is coming back. It is a good day. Today is a good day. I'm actually doing a 4 o'clock uh, live stream with uh, Paul Spore until 7 as the deadline ends at 6 o'clock today. So at Eastern time. So definitely tune in for that on Twitch. And by the way, we are going to talk about baseball. Do you have PL Plus? No. Get out of here. This is just for PL Plus members. Thank you all so much for supporting what we do. Cal Quantrill went six innings, pitch four and run six. It's one on one walk and four strikeouts yesterday. Uh, yeah. So uh, you don't really need to hold on to Cal Quantrill anymore. He was essentially a Toby for a while. Kind of like Trevor Williams was at the end of 2017 into 2018. Maybe it was 18 into 19. But where he was doing well and we didn't really expect it to last and it was lasting at the beginning of the year and then eventually fell off. That's what's going on with Cal Quantra right now with his fastball and his cutter. You can move on from that. Nathan Evaldi, six innings pitch of 6.1 of zero and runs for its two walks, six Ks against the Astros. I'm astounded by this. And yet he sat 94.1, even lower on his fastball than it was before as Jorge Lopez is now uh, been dealt to the Twins from the Orioles. I got that just live right now from Ken Rosenthal. Um, I wonder who the closer is now for the Orioles. But the Twins do need that. Anyway, uh, maybe Felix Bautista. That would be actually very interesting. Maybe you want to go pick him up. Talk to Rick Graham. I am Rick Graham on Twitter and inside the PL Plus Discord. Just go and shout it out. I'm sure people are talking about it right now. Go to it. Anyway... Nathan Evaldi did worse on the fastball and survived against the Astros. This was a situation of the splitter and the curve returning 44% CSW between them. Good pitch separation. Like, the command was there. It's just the velocity is down a lot, and I'm still really skeptical of this. He does get the Royals next, and I think that's okay. It'll be a questionable start for that, but this could still get bad. I mean, the fact that the velocity is going even farther down... I think there's something at, at, at play here that is really bad. Uh, Hunter Green against the Marlins. Six innings pitch, zero and runs, one hit, zero walks, and eight strikeouts. You love to see this. Uh, slider had a 48% CSW with 10 out of 29 whiffs on it. He's still a cherry bomb, and he gets the Brewers next. I still feel like that is a questionable start, not something you have to do. Um, only five whiffs on the four-seamer and 18% CSW. And, you know, the heater's still hittable. So keep that in mind. Hopefully he does well against Bruce. He would get the Cubs after, and I think you're, that's a probable start. So um, keep that in mind. Daniel Lynch returned against the White Sox for the Royals. Uh, 5.1 innings of 0 and run 6. That's 0 walks and 7 Ks. And I got really excited seeing that. A good 32% CSW in the slider and 60, uh, 36% clip on the changeup. The pitch separation wasn't as good as we normally see, though. I think the fastball got a little bit uh, too much of the zone. The slider wasn't buried as well as it normally does. Ah, not really the um, uh, the the major performance that we normally see. Lynch's changeups were not good, I think, and just kind of floated into the zone, and they took them. So I'm not jumping on Lynch here, but I I'm going to be monitoring this moving forward. I mean, he just came back. This is the first start back from his blister, so we'll see. Uh, Tarek Skubal left this game early. Five innings of zero and runs, three hits, two walks, four Ks against the Twins. He left it early. Ugh, with left arm soreness, but he should be okay for the next start. I think it's something where. They felt anything, and they took him out because they didn't want to risk any trade value. 
And now they're saying he's okay enough so that he still can get traded. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Uh, 38% CSW between sliders and changeups. 37 of them total um, is very good. I I don't really think this was precision from Scooble, but this was solid. And I was really, really sad to see that uh, he didn't go through any injury and get pulled. But uh, everything's okay, it seems like. So you keep holding on to Tarek Scooble. Mike Clevenger against Rocky Road. Seven innings, one earned run. Five hits, zero walks, and six strikeouts. He earned himself a golden goal. Sorry, not a king goal, rather. Um, 33% CSW, 15 whiffs. And you're thinking, oh, man, must be the breakers coming back. Nope. Four whiffs on non-fastballs total. I believe it was three on the slider, one on the cutter. It was a product of Rocky Road. His fastball was setting 93-94. Um, I don't think that the path to success for Clevenger is, is those 93.5 fastballs. At 39% CSW. If you want to buy this against the Dodgers, I need to see more than that. And I'm not. I just, I feel like it's not quite there for Clevenger. It's good. It's just not the hint of the top 25 guy. Spencer Watkins went against a Rangers. Six innings, one and run, five hits, zero walks, and five Ks. That's really good. Um, nice job. I don't really think he dominated. But uh, he gets the Pirates next. So I think that's a questionable start. And he might be the stream pick of the day. Andrew Heaney against the Giants only went 74 pitches, unfortunately, which meant he only went four innings, one and run for its two walks, and seven strikeouts. I don't think he had the best slider command, but it was a lot of good fastballs up. And hopefully he can get over 80 pitches against the Padres next. Hopefully Tatis isn't in the lineup by then for Heaney's sake. I, I think you start him there. Kopech, Michael Kopech against the Royals. Seven innings, two and runs, six hits, one walk, three Ks. A lot of... Better starts than I expected um, here with 96 on the heater, which is great because he was 94.5 and it was really disconcerting and um, disconcerting and 67% strike rate on the slider. That's good. The heater command was pretty dang erratic, though, um, and he didn't really miss many bats. I think I would put him higher up on the tier. Uh, uh, sorry, on the list, maybe a tier because of that velocity being around 96 as opposed to 94.5. Hopefully, it's an indication that his knee is not bothering him anymore. Max Scherzer went against the Nationals. 6.2 innings, 2 and runs, 6 with 2 walks, and 5 Ks. You love to see it. He did well. Ace is going to ace and all. But it's actually not that good of a whip and only 5 Ks. And 2 runs is good, but it's not insanely good, you know? We've seen better. And now DeGrom shows up, and I wonder if there's going to be a little battle between them. Uh, Jesus Lazardo came back. 5 innings, 2 and runs, 3 hits, 0 walks, and 5 strikeouts. If you remember, he was sitting 97 before the injury, and now this was 95 and change on the four-seamer. Now, it could be the first start back. He's easing into it. I'm not going to read too much into it, but I kind of wanted him to be just the same guy, you know? Um, he threw 60% secondary pitches, which is really good, about uh, 35% each on the changeup, and uh, or 30% each on the changeup and curveball, a little bit more on the curveball. Um, changeup at a 55% CSW, if you can believe that. I... I like the pitch mix. I don't like the dip in velocity. Um, but I think, uh, you know, if he doesn't have the velocity, we're not going to see the same impactful starts as we saw before. Still, this is good. And I think you should obviously keep holding on to Jesus Lazardo. Aaron Sanchez. You remember that guy for the Blue Jays? And he got traded to the Astros. And he had some random starts here and there for some teams like the Giants. Well, he's on the Twins. And five innings, two and runs for its two walks. Eight strikeouts, and he earned a gallows pull. 17 whiffs for Aaron Sanchez. Yeah. I watched this. It was the Tigers. (laughs) 
He had nine whiffs on the curveball. It looked good. The curveball had a really nice shape to it. He was pretty accurate with it. His four-seamer was 93 as opposed to 91. It was the Tigers. The Tigers are really not good guys. Uh, if you sit through them, and it's just every every guy goes up to the plate like their four-hitter and their five-hitter. Oh, 600 OPS. <laughs> yeah, don't. Don't read into this. This is what a wonderful gift this was in the middle of the season that Aaron Sanchez struck out eight in Ernie Gallo's bowl. But yeah, no. I don't even think the Twins are going to start him again. Um, Domingo Herman, in his likely last start, I think was tipping his pitches on delivery with how the glove was placed and also the tap before the pitch on from the uh, windup. That's why he allowed six hits and three walks against the Mariners, but only two in runs and just one strikeout. Um, how am I going to butter my bread with this? And also earn the win. So it's a streaming victory. Uh, but leave him on the wire as Yankees required Frankie Montas. Uh, and he goes on Thursday for the against the Cardinals for the Yankees. Luis Garcia against the Red Sox. Seven innings pitch, three on runs, six hits, one walk, and five strikeouts. It's good to see the whip looking good. It wasn't an easy matchup, but I'm happy that it went his way. Uh, velocity is slightly coming down, though. Um, and I am a little worried in the final two months that Garcia is going to hit that wall like we saw last year with fatigue. So we'll see. You're going to keep starting him, though. He goes against the Guardians next. Um, Antonio Santatella, do not care. Uh, John Gray, ugh. He left this game with side uh, soreness, essentially. Or side discomfort. And it's the worst. And I'm so upset about it. And I hope he's okay. That's all. Patrick Corbin didn't do well because it's Patrick Corbin. Zach Davies came back from the IL and didn't do well. You don't care about that. Marco Gonzalez went against the Yankees and he didn't do well. Of course not. And Logan Webb didn't do well against the Dodgers. He got singled out a bit, though, and he just kind of shrugged this one off. Looking forward to today, tomorrow, and Thursday, because it's Tuesday, and that is what we do. Uh, the rankings for today. Now, keep in mind, it's going to be weird. Today and tomorrow and Thursday are going to be weird because our trades are going to happen. And it's going to shift things around. But as of right now, this is what we've got. Corbin Burns, Yu Darvish, Kevin Gaussman, Jacob deGrom, Spencer Strider, Zach Gallon, and Tristan McKenzie are all auto-start tiers. I think that's pretty obvious. Probable start tier, you have... Tyler Anderson against the Giants, you can argue that's an auto start. Adam Wainwright against the Cubs, same thing. Braxton Garrett against the Reds. Christian Javier against the Red Sox. Giolito against the Royals. Noah Syndergaard against the Athletics. And Jameson Tino against the Mariners. Syndergaard against the Athletics likely isn't going to happen because I would imagine the Angels are going to deal him. The guy that's going to start instead, don't know, don't care. Um, Giolito's velocity is a little down, but I think it's the Royals, you do it. And Javier against the Red Sox, I feel like. It's okay. It's, it's it's Christian Javier. Questionable starts here because Frankie Montes was dealt. Cole Irvin is going today against the Angels. He is a lovely start um, to make. And sadly, he is rostered in about 40% of leagues. Otherwise, he would be my streamer of the day. But I think you go with that in the questionable start tier. You have also Logan Gilbert, who just survived two starts in a row against the Astros. Maybe he can pull it off against the Yankees as well. But man, that is a tough call. Um, in the do not start tier, you have a lot of bad names. Uh, Keegan Thompson against the Cardinals, maybe. Um, he's the top of do not start. I don't love Keegan Thompson. I know a lot of people do. I just I really don't think his stuff is that good. And he's very volatile. And the ceiling is not high enough for me to chase. Uh, Graham Ashcraft against the Marlins is the stream pick of the day. Very reluctantly. I don't want to do it. But I do recognize that he's a good three-pitch mix now. At least he has all three in there. And if he has his command, this can work out against a weak Marlins offense. Alex Wood goes against the Dodgers. And that's just so risky. Ugh, I hate that he goes against the Dodgers. Because he has actually p- pitching very well. But it's just... The Dodgers can really mess him up. Jordan Lyles uh, against Texas. Chris Archer against the Tigers. Uh, Drew, uh, Brad Keller against the White Sox. Drew Rasmussen against the Jays. Cutter Crawford against the Astros. Spencer Howard against the Orioles. Those are the, the reason I did it like that is because all those are the ones that 
feasibly can do well, but I don't want to take the chance for any of them. The rest of them, you don't want to touch whatsoever. Matt Manning's coming back. He's going against the Twins. I have no expectations there. Uh, tomorrow's pitchers. We have 12 auto starts. Alcantara, Otani, Cole, Woodruff, Wheeler, Bieber, Urias, Bassett, Morton are obvious. You have Blake Snell at Rocky Road. You have Martin Perez against the Orioles and Michaelis against the Cubs. I mean, none of those have actually a bad matchup. Like, none of them are. It's pretty wild. Uh, so enjoy Ace Day there. Probably start here. You have more good matchups. You have Joe Ryan against the Tigers. Even though he'll have five home runs, it's the Tigers. And even if he doesn't have a secondary pitch, it's the Tigers. Lance Lynn against the Royals, I think, should be good enough. You have Luis Castillo against the Yankees, and it's really frustrating that uh, he gets the Yankees after getting out of Cincy. Like, oh, better situation. Nope, you get two Yankee starts. Uh, hopefully he does well. I know he did well before, but that doesn't mean that the probability all of a sudden goes up of his success here. Um, it's There is a good chunk that is not good. Uh, and Brady Singer is on such a good role that you start him against the White Sox right now. And the questionable starts here because of the Montas deal. That means that Capriali, uh, James Caprillion, otherwise known as Jimmy Hat, uh, goes against the Angels. And he is now our stream pick of the day. I dig this. Um, I think that's a nice uh, Toby start of a quality start, essentially. Um, you have a start with Jusei Kikuchi against the Rays. I think you're okay with that. The command was really good for Kikuchi last time. It was 94 and change, not the 95 to 96. But still, I think you're okay against the Rays. And Jose Urquidy, there's a lot of debate about how the Red Sox offense is going to look tomorrow. With J.D. Martinez possibly getting dealt. We'll see what happens there. He's currently in the questionable start trade because at the bottom of it, as I don't trust the Babip sticking around for Urquidy. It's gone really well for him the last six starts or so. Um, the do not start here, just like Alex Wood, Alex Cobb is here against the Dodgers. And Justin Steele, Justin Steele against the Cardinals. Those are the two really considerable ones for me. Steele's slider uh, does not allow a lot of hard contact, while the fastball can get misbats and not get pummeled every so often. And both of those guys have a chance of making it work. But the other guys, Kyle Bradish and Mike Miner and Ryan Yarbrough and Chad Cool, etc., I do not want to trust whatsoever. And we literally have no idea who the Diamondbacks are going to start on Wednesday. Now, looking at Thursday again, this is going to change likely because of trades and shifts and all that stuff. So keep that in mind. But as of right now, Nick Pavetta is a do not start against the Royals. Jeffrey Springs is a probable start against the Tigers. Ross Dribbling is a do not start against the Twins. Johnny Cueto at Texas is a questionable start. Zach Plesek against the Astros, no thanks. Drew Hutchinson against the Rays, no thanks. Bubich, no thanks against the Red Sox. Sonny Gray against the Jays, questionable. Ugh. Verlander, obviously against the Gard- Guardians. Jose Suarez, outside chance of being good against the uh, Athletics. That is top of do not start to me. Uh, Paul Blackburn against the Angels, I think, is a questionable start. I um, mean, he, he got back on the horse last time, and now the Angels are really bad. Uh, Glenn Otto against the White Sox, no thanks. Kyle Wright against the Mets is an auto start. Even as those the Mets, I think you still do it. Carlos Carrasco probable start against the uh, against Atlanta. You get Bailey Falter against the Nationals. Top of do not start. He did well against the Pirates, but I don't know. Uh, Paulo Spino against the Phillies. No, thank you. Uh, Marcus Stroman is a probable start against the Cardinals. Eric Lauer against the Pirates is a probable start. It's the Pirates. Mitch Keller on the other side of that against the Brewers is. Bottom of questionable. He's been on a good roll. Dakota Hudson, bottom of questionable against the Cubs. That means the Cubs and Dakota Hudson can go six. Um, Kyle Freeland against the Padres is a no thank you. 
Clint Kershaw against the Giants is an auto start. Musgrove is against Rocky Rose an auto start. And Jacob Junis against the Dodgers is a do not start. So the streaming pick of the day might be Dakota Hudson. Uh, just as a uh, heads up there, maybe Jose Suarez against the Athletics if I can't do Hudson. Uh, yeah, that's how it looks right now. All right, good luck this week. Keep tabs of all of the uh, trades that happen. Make sure you check it out inside the Pitchless Plus uh, Discord. But that's going to do it. So my name is Nick Pollock. Hey, may your bounce below and your strikeouts high.